can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. Oh, it's been a really eventful day, Joe. hasn't it? It has been a very eventful day, I'm not going to lie. So I have gone and got uh, my tattoo removal, which will... That's today's cringy combo. That's today's cringy combo. But after that, we've been doing a bit of brainstorming and we had an idea of me going on a date. You were going to be giving these guys a facial on the first date. Yes. And then we kind of expanded yes. that idea out to you just doing weird on first dates with someone. Yeah, beauty related in some way. Yeah. So this is for our YouTube channel. So we're trying to find a single, funny, happy to be in content kind of guy. And doesn't take life too seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Very important. Can you please DM myself or Joanna and hook it up because um, it's going to be a fun afternoon with yours truly. Also, we are going to do Hannah's application video for maths. So if there are any producers listening, there will be an application coming through. We're just working through the concept now. So I don't like, I feel like I'm going to like ghost them. Like I'm going to apply. Well, you can't because they're filming you. (laughs) Oh no, I've um, I've, I've got cold feet. Yeah, no, I'm going to have to do a bit of talking you off the ledge I think before you go on but I think it's going to be good oh look when I see Martha and Michael I'm like oh my god that if if I could find what they have yeah that would be ideal exactly so they give you hope anyway (laughs) um what's on today's episode so well on today's episode I'm getting my um my tattoo removed on air she's got so she had a charm bracelet tattoo which I only found out like 10 minutes before she started the (laughs) tattoo removal I just assumed it was little drawings I didn't know know it was actually symbolic of a charm bracelet um so Hannah is getting her tattoo removed and you don't want to miss it and now that I've had it done already I just want to say that yes my reaction is is intense (laughs) and yes I scream like I scream pretty loudly it really wasn't that bad I was very concerned it was just it was just a bit of a shock I think Mm because I didn't know what to expect yeah and yeah it does it does burn. Like it's mm. like burning your skin. So, mm. you know, it would hurt. So if you're thinking about getting a tattoo, like think twice because. <laughs> Good advice, Hannah. I was like, I was like, oh, what happens if I want to get all my other tattoos removed? Like I can't. After I don't that, think I, I don't think it will be. <laughs> anyway, and then we are chatting to um, Megan from our team about the best lighting to do your makeup in and how to take a great selfie. And of course the products we didn't know we needed. Okay, so I've just arrived at Vic Dermal Group. Um, Hannah's been in here getting um, numbed up. Hannah, how are we feeling? Um, I'm like shitting myself. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, I'm just, I just like, will you be able to hear my skin burning? Like that's maybe. my biggest concern. <laughs> and will we smell it? Like we'll definitely smell we'll it. We'll be able to smell skin burning. Hi, Joanna. Come in. <laughs> We're ready to start, guys. 
So can you quickly explain before we jump into it exactly how tattoo removal works for anyone who's thinking about maybe getting it done? So the reason why a tattoo ink stays in the skin is because the ink particles that are deposited are too large for your immune cells to break down. Ah. So the principle behind tattoo removal is the laser goes in, it's attracted to the pigment, the ink, through a photoacoustic, like a mechanical destruction, shatters those ink particles into very small fragments <laughs> and then your immune cells remove them as waste. Okay. So essentially the touch, the laser is not removing the tattoo, your body is, mm. but the laser is shattering that particle small enough for your body to break down. Mm. Okay. Interesting. So that's interesting. All right. Like you can now proceed with all of the safety stuff. I've gotten that out of the way. So, post-care, immediately after the treatment, we call it frosting, so it looks a bit white. Yep. That can last about 30 minutes or so. Mm -hmm. After that time, it just looks back to normal dark colour, as yep. it was before. Redness and swelling in the skin for 24 to 48 hours. Yep. After a week, the area should be healed. You can get a little bit of scabbing. Yep. No excessive exercise for 24 to 48 hours. Nothing that's going to generate bacteria, sweat, or heat to the area. You have had a laser treatment and you don't want to exacerbate any heat. Mm -hmm. So, sunscreen, yep. obviously, that's an area that's going to be exposed. Yep. And how often are the treatments apart? Eight weeks. Okay. Because of that whole immune response, yeah, it, it takes real. it takes that long for those cells to remove that ink. Yeah. As those weeks are progressing, you'll notice a reduction in the ink. Cool. Great. I can see how nervous you are. <laughs> heard horror stories about how painful it is mm. but no one actually does it and like you don't like see that's why we're face, here <laughs> like their reaction look it is it is uncomfortable if we have patients with large areas we can use a local anesthetic uh, <laughs> i feel like we're just gonna have to jump right into it because she's starting to panic <laughs> and also technology is important so yeah. um make sure you're choosing the right technology this yeah. is q switch technology we're using today yeah. to rev light which is a medical grade laser if the wrong technology is used you can get burns blisters scarring we've seen terrible okay. cases right. yeah I trust you perfect we definitely trust area <laughs> i'm looking forward to smelling your skin <laughs> Brave. You're brave. very brave, Hannah. You're <laughs> so brave. Um, All right, so we can hear the machine warming up in the background. <laughs> Hannah's deep breathing. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to guess that this feels like, like, you know, when you accidentally nick yourself with, like, a hair straightener or something? Yeah. But, like, times by yeah, That's like you nick yourself with a hair strainer, but you leave it burning on your skin. On your skin. Yeah. Okay. Let's see afterwards if that's true. <laughs> Hannah's got her safety glasses on. <laughs> She's. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, 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 oh my god,
Hannah's looking at me with fear in her eyes. All right, so Daria's starting now. Three, two, one. Oh, three. Oh my god, it's really painful. Oh no. Okay, all right. Three, yep. two, one. Ah! I think it's painful, guys. That was oh that was already one of them. That was already one of the charms, Hannah, on the charm bracelet. You're halfway there. Okay, okay, okay. Ah! Three. Oh my god! Well done. You've oh. only got two more charms left. Oh. Only two more. Oh my god! I know. Alright, one more, one more, one more. Oh We're done. Well done. Now, Hannah. Did it feel like the straightener on your skin? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's really quick. Yeah. It's yeah. so quick. That was literally like 15 seconds. It was so quick that it was really manageable how quick it was. I feel okay now. I don't even know if I filmed that because I was so like, <laughs> I was just disturbed by your reaction. <laughs> it already looks like it's disappeared, guys. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like delirious. I know I screamed. But it was quick. Yeah, you screamed a lot. Scaring all the patients. I know. The poor patients in the waiting room are like, um, I'm going to cancel my appointment. Um, so it's all frosted over now, guys, just to describe it. So it was four or five black charms, and now it looks like white. And um, so what are you putting on afterwards? So we're just applying a burn gel. This is going to be applied on the skin for the next couple of days. Once the heat is gone... Then we're going to switch to the panther. Is it okay. going to hurt less next time? Yes. Oh, great. So the first treatment's always the worst. How so do they look at the whole body done? Oh Imagine if you had a huge tattoo. How? What percentage of fading do you expect to notice after one treatment? I'm going to say sometimes even up to 50. Wow. Okay. That's huge. Yeah, right. 20 to 50%. And how much could you expect to pay for a tattoo of that size on the wrist? 80. Oh. Not bad. That's no, cheap as. As much as the tattoo costs yeah. times six. I thought that it was going to be way more expensive. Oh, my gosh. You're right. I can't believe it's over. I'm yeah. just, like, so happy it's over. Yeah, you didn't seem time. happy at the time. I'm just glad it's over. <laughs> it does really hurt. Yeah. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Yeah. But it's so quick. Yeah. That's so, the saving grace. Yeah. It's over. It? Mm. Look, it does hurt more than Botox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, yeah. it hurts. Yeah, well, I gathered that by the screen. Botox does really hurt. Botox stings. Like an 8 out of 10, that's a 10 out of 10. Nah, that's probably an 8 out of 10 and Botox is a 7 out of 10. Yeah, interesting. Like, does it hurt more than childbirth? Like, I can't be sure. You'll have to have a baby to find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can come with the mic for my birth. Yeah, all right. So we've got Megan joining us um, and we're going to be talking about lighting, like where to do your makeup. Oh, my God. Because I have a skylight in my bathroom and it makes me look like shit. Yeah. And then I walk into the other bathroom and I'm like, oh, I look okay. Or I see myself in a mirror and then I see myself in my phone and I'm like, that is not the same person. Yeah. Like what's going on here? This is a great topic. Love this topic for us. Yeah. We yep. thought we'd bring Megan on because she knows her shit about lighting. So um, here we are. Welcome back, Megzy. Hi, everyone. Can I just really quickly say, guys, before we get into it, do you know the $500 ring light that I bought? Yes. Yeah. The Glamcore. I've been using it as a bedside lamp. 
Oh, have you? Because I'm no, doing cost per use, Hannah. Cost per use. Excellent. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> my light wasn't working for a few weeks. I had to get my dad to fix it, but I kept forgetting to ask. I was just using my ring light as my like bedroom light. Yep. Have you yeah, ever changed smart. a light on your own, Megan? Because I had to do that when my parents were away. Honestly, no, not from the ceiling. I've done like a lamp, okay. like a yeah, lamp I've done a globe. Bulb. I a did globe. them on the ceiling. I did like 10 ceiling lights. Did you? Yep. Got up on oh, a ladder. Put electrician on your resume. My sister spotted me. Yep. <laughs> Hannah, you should hold workshops. You should hold workshops how to be on an, this. How to be an independent woman. Although yes. I still can't change a tyre. So every time my tyre is flat, mm. my dad says, you have to do it. I'll tell you what to do. I've done it three mm. times. Mm-mm. There's no way I could do that without him there. <laughs> I mean, I'd be in trouble if I was stuck somewhere with no reception and a flat tire. I was going to say that's an RACV job. Yeah, well, that's yeah. a that's a Wolf Creek. That's a Wolf Creek job because <laughs> there's no reception. Yeah. <laughs> I always think that. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to get into what happened to me over summer. I mean, not that it was bad, oh but God, I what? got stuck. I was dry. I almost got stuck with no petrol in the middle of nowhere on my own at <gasps> 9 p.m. in the dark. Oh, my God. No reception whatsoever. Stop. So I rolled into the town and the thank God, like, I almost, I went 30 minutes on no petrol. <gasps> I probably would have cried. Same. Yeah. And I was, because there was there were frogs. So oh. I kept squashing <laughs> frogs. Like it was, I it was like a horror movie, my personal horror movie. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't think this could go more off track. And then you said frogs, and I was like, "We've gone, we've left the track." <laughs> All right, let's get on to lighting. Right, let's get on to it. Okay, so lighting, worst slash best place to do your makeup. Natural light versus ring light. Take it away, Megzi. You're a makeup artist, so you know. I am, I am, yes. So the best lighting, in my personal opinion, is always natural lighting. It's soft, it's delicate on your skin, it's a true representation of what you're going to look like as soon as you step out the door. Um, You can best match your foundation shades or even shadow shades to it. So that is ultimate bay. That's what you want to go for. However, if we're being realistic here, in most bathrooms, there's either a skylight or no windows. So I totally get it if you don't have natural light available to you. But if you do, that is number one. If you can't get onto natural light, though, there is always artificial light. So that's when you bring out your ring lights, your soft boxes or like LED lighting bars. Now, soft boxes are pretty much the closest thing to mimicking natural light. But they're just not really realistic, especially if we're talking like makeup application. You're not going to have a one metre by one metre soft box sitting in your bathroom. Mm, No. So, no. I mean, we it's something we would have. We would, yeah. So that's when you kind of bring in a ring light or an LED light. So they're really great. Obviously, they're circular. So they have a really nice all-encompassing light spread. You won't really get many shadows or dark spots. With saying that, I will just say you want to make sure that your ring light is adjustable. So Mm. I guess height and pivots, Mm -hmm. but then you also want to make sure that you can control the intensity of the light and the warmth of the light. Mm. So they're two great ones. But the good thing about ring lights and LED light bars is that they're so low maintenance. Like you can literally just let it chill in the corner and you just go about your day. Mm. Do you recommend warm light or cool light for doing your makeup? It depends what your lighting situation is already is so like let's just say you've already got a really warm 
lighting in the room, you probably want to throw off some cool light to try and counteract that. Mm. For me, I like to be somewhere right in the middle. So not too warm, not too cool. If it's too cool, then you can be overexposed. Mm. So it kind of just like wipes everything out. And if it's too warm, then you kind of look like you've been under a um, sunbed Mm. for a while. Like you've got that Mm. weird glow happening. And also when you do your makeup, then you're adjusting your makeup to the lighting. Yeah. Because if I was doing my makeup in cool lighting, I'd be like packing on the bronzer and then I walk out into sunlight and I'm like, oh, going a bit heavy. But but I find ring lights make me look amazing. So I'm just a bit concerned doing my makeup in front of a ring light because then I'll go out like I'll go outside and that's not what I look like. Like ring lights are deceptively Mm. make you look amazing. What is it about it? I think it's just A, because we're so close up to the light often, mm-hmm. um, and B, because the light is quite intense, it really does kind of blurs out any um, details. Yeah. Um, with saying that, though, so I guess the goal of artificial light is you want to try and mimic natural light because that is our best-in-class kind of lighting for makeup. So if you are buying a ring light or an LED, you want to look for the CRI rating of your lighting. So that pretty much just stands for color rendering index. And it's just a scale from one to 100. And it pretty much rates how well that light source brings out colors in an object compared to natural lighting. So let's just say your ring light has a CRI of 90. That's really good. If it's anywhere below 60, that's probably where you're not really going to want to purchase if it's Mm. for makeup, but anything 60 and above, you'll get a pretty good mimic of natural light. Lighting can just really mess with you. It can really change your perception of what you actually look like. Honestly, like the lighting in my bathroom is just so bad. I hate it. I can't wait to be in a different bathroom. But I can't contour in like a bathroom like that. I can't see shadows or light. Mm. Like you don't know what, you just can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I always complain in hotel bathrooms because I'm like, mm. whoever has designed this is not a makeup wearer. Oh. Also the fact that they don't have the toilet separate to the shower so you can do a Yes. <laughs> Who designed these yes. toilets? Yeah. Or they make the walls like glass yes. and you can move them like that. Yes. QT, how you can move the wall. It's like, I need a poo. Yes. <laughs> I did want to ask, Megzi, while we've got you, I know that sometimes with lighting and editing, finding a makeup artist for an event can be a little bit tricky and it almost becomes a little bit deceptive because some makeup artists will edit their photos or they'll adjust the lighting of their photos, you know, to make them look more flattering. Mm. So how do you find the right makeup artist for you if you're looking for someone for an event? What tips would you give people? Um, So there's a lot of apps out there that obviously edit your photos. So you have to be weary, but I think the best in class way to find a true representation of the makeup artist's work is look for a video because it's actually really hard to go in. You can't go in and edit, you know, whether a lash is coming up or whether they've got fallout anywhere in a video. So I'd always keep an eye out for that. Also, I think if it's an artist that you've never tried before, you're trying to find someone new, go for an artist that you already like their work. Mm. So if you want a really soft, simple glam, you know, it's a bit more risky to go to a full glam makeup artist and vice versa. So, mm. of course, artists are always versatile if you brief them. But if you kind of want to take the risk out of it, go somewhere where you're already liking the imagery and their work. And if you're really worried, send kind of like an inspo photo or a brief to your artist before you book in with them and say, hey, is this something that you'd be up for recreating? And then they'll say yes or no. Yeah. Another thing I would add to that is 
finding a makeup artist that shows makeup on other people, not just themselves. Because I think a lot of people can be really good at makeup on themselves, but when it comes to knowing other people's faces and working with different face shapes and eye shapes, that's really important as well. So I think look for someone that has a lot of examples, even working on different skin tones. If you're a person of color and you're going to someone that only does makeup on fair-skinned people, they may not be the best person to match a foundation to your skin tone. So I'd also say that as well. But yeah, some really good points that you make there, Megzi. Have you got tips for taking photos for the gram? If you're a makeup artist or or just me, just wanting to take (laughs) thirst traps for all the guys that are following me. Yeah, I like that. That's a vibe. Um, So yes, for the thirst trap selfies, I would definitely say face natural light or artificial light, whatever it is, but just make sure that you're not backlit. So that's pretty much when you're facing away from the light. You want to, you know, accentuate those features. That's the first one. Second one is work out horizontally what your angle is. So do you like to be like completely perpendicular to your face? Do you like to be up a little bit? Do you like to be down? Now, some people love a below the chin shot. Personally, I don't because it just highlights my double chins, but you know, you just got to work your angle, take heaps of shots. Don't be afraid to take 15 selfies or more. 300 is standard for me. Mm. So yeah. Don't feel bad. Yeah, Yeah. or for my friends, Mm. sometimes I hold, so I'll hold the camera and then I'll just snap away and she can just pose. So she doesn't even have to Mm. hold the camera. Yeah, you got to be a supportive friend. I've got a good side and a bad side. So I only take photos on my left side. I only have one side (laughs) that I do photos from. I think we've got a different side, Hannah. So that works when we're in photos together. We swapped the other day because we both. We did and it threw me off. Yeah, it threw threw me me off off too. Yeah. 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 Let's not do that again. Mariah Carey is actually on a crusade against bad lighting. Love that. So this is actually a quote. She said, I have an extreme aversion to overhead lighting. So down lights or recessed lighting. In my opinion, elevator lighting is toxic. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, thank you for sharing all of your tips with us, Megzi. We'll have you back on soon to talk about another makeup topic, I'm sure. Love it. Thanks for having me. All right, Hannah, product we didn't know we needed. Yes. So mine is, I've been waiting for this to come on the website. Like I've just wanted to talk about it every single week. I remember you said a few weeks ago, you were like, oh my God, I want to do this product. And I was like, it's not on site yet. Oh, (laughs) I know. I've been waiting. So it's the Murad Intensive Recovery Cream. It is honestly the best moisturizer I've used. It's a soothing moisturizer. It's really good for like sensitive skin types, but it's also good for things like redness and any stress that you've got on the skin. So as you know, I've been getting skin needling. I've had impaired barrier problems. You know, I have to try a lot of products and my skin sometimes flares up and gets quite red. Um, If I use a retinol that I haven't used before and my skin hates it, like I'll end up with like quite like stressed out skin. This is just the most like calming and it also helps with an impaired barrier. Can I ask what's in it? It's got Mirabilis Jalapa. (laughs) Do you know what that is? So it's, it's, it's actually a fragrant flower from Peru. It helps reduce the signs of stressed out skin and it also reduces the signs of redness. It's got shea butter and macadamia oil, which is obviously really Mm -hmm. moisturizing and deeply hydrating, um, but it also protects the skin barrier. And then it's got microalgae extracts, particularly 
with chemical peels and um, skin needling, your skin is really dry and tight yes. afterwards. Doesn't matter yeah. if you've got oily skin. Yeah. When I got, I've got the skin needling done. I'm getting it done every six weeks. I'm not using anything else. Mm. Like that's my post procedure cream. Yeah, I'm going to start using this. Actually, I've just been. Oh, uh, can you let me know what you think next week? I will. I'll probably be like, oh my god, it's the best thing ever because that's exactly my kind of product. What's yours today, Joe? Mine, I've actually, you know what I've done? I've copied yours from quite a few weeks ago. Remember how we were talking about the Makeup Forever primers? Yes, love. You were like, there's a redness one, you've got to try it. And I was like, yeah, I'll get around to it. And then one day I was doing my makeup and I had a lot of redness. My skin was a bit flared up. I don't know what I'd done to it. I think I used a new product and it just maybe irritated me a little bit. And I was trying to do my makeup and it was separating and all the redness was coming through. And so I took everything off. I used my Freo UFO on the cool setting because you can adjust it on the app. Just used that until my skin cooled down. And then I put It Cosmetics Confidence in a Cream on. And then I put this Makeup Forever Redness Correcting Primer over the top. It's green. So it blends into the skin very seamlessly though. So it's not like you look green when you put it on, but it really does counteract diffused redness. I wouldn't say that it's suitable for using on like one blemish. I don't think it would color correct that. But in a general sense, if you're quite red all over, that would be an amazing product to use. Um, It definitely helped on that day. I was really, really red and I just didn't know what I was going to do. So that definitely corrected some of the redness through my cheeks. And also just really nice primer. I also used the dullness one. Have you used the yellow one? No, I've used the pink one for the brightness. Oh, yes. What I really like about these ones is that you can mix them together to to get what you want. That's what I did. So I put the redness one all over my cheeks and then I used the dullness one over like my top lip where it looks really mm-hmm. shadowy and I used it around my chin and my jaw and then I used it on my forehead as well. So I kind of like did a bit of a multi-priming mm. situation. But, yeah, I definitely thank you for that recommendation because I did like that primer. You're welcome. So all thanks to you. Finally got around to using it and was impressed. Yep. The Shine Control one with Double Wear, you will, Ooh. if you've got oily skin. Yes. Was that what you were wearing the other day in the office? Yep. Yeah. So we were in the office and I said to Hannah, you, your makeup just looks so good today. She was like, oh my God, I'm wearing Double Wear. Yeah. But I had I had the Shine Control yeah. Yeah, underneath. You looked very, very smooth. Poreless. Yeah. Not that I care about pores, but you know, every now and then it's nice <laughs> to do something different. Yeah. I have a date. To, I have a date tonight. Do you? With whom? Yeah. Lorenzo from Italy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting so fucking confused. <laughs> Who's Lorenzo from Italy? No, he, he's, he actually, we matched on Hinge ages ago. And do you remember I did that video for my friend of me eating the mac and cheese toasted sandwich? Oh, yes. So they reposted that recently and he saw it. Someone sent it to him and he said, oh, Hannah from Hinge. And so he found he like found me on Instagram and sent me this quite long message and it said like sincerely at the end. It was quite fu- – it was funny. It was like a I funny message. I love a message. formal DM. Yeah, really formal DM. He actually had his stats in there, his yeah. height, unmarried, no kids. Yeah. Yeah, made it really easy. Yeah. Anyway, we were going for – a drink anyway he actually said like oh I'd actually really like to take you for dinner and I was like oh, I'm gonna go rogue yeah and so that's nice we are going for dinner tonight where are you going uh somewhere in Windsor Italian restaurant I checked okay. the menu to make sure there was something for me to eat is it 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's nice. It's great. Love it there. How did you know that? Because I went there on a date like a few weeks ago. <laughs> I can't believe we're going to the same date places yeah. now. Who are who are we? You give me a New Year's resolution and I will pull through. So oh, well, I'm going to have yeah. to really, you're going to have to push yourself for next New Year's because whatever you put yeah. your mind to, you achieve. Yes, it's called manifestation. You should say like, I'm going to I'm gonna make $5 million this year. And like, Oh, that's a bit far. It's got to be realistic. Like right. getting on a dating okay. app was realistic. It was just more okay. I was being very stubborn. <laughs> anyway, see you next week. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. 